Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Shiggity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, my fine metal friends. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. How are you doing? I'm Chuck. I'm Godless. And this is your weekly That's examination all of all things Metal the Metal Sucks Podcast. Uh, make sure that you guys are subscribed to this sucker on uh, the old iTunes and all that good stuff. Uh, we're on Stitcher and all that. Just search Metal Sucks Podcast. You will find it. You can also find us, of course, every Monday at metalsucks.net. That's where we like to place this thing. Brought to you this week by Creative Live. Want to learn how to record music? Check out our friends at Creative Live who have classes on engineering, mixing, mastering, taught by artists like Between the Bear and Me, Converge, Periphery, Dillinger, Escape Plan. Head over to creativelive.com slash audio to uh, learn some more. I know that you were posting some stuff on the old Twitter box. Yeah, I got like three classes that I thought were like totally awesome. You read the descriptions, it's like, oh man, for only like... 15 bucks or 30 bucks, I can learn how to do this right. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, the internet rules. <laughs> Creative <laughs> Live, you know. And there was a free class, too. I forget which to- topic it was. That was, was the like, drum one, right? Uh, something like that. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. like how to mic a drum set correctly with two microphones. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, how cool. Uh, Shit yeah, that I've actually applied to my my everyday life at work. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, oh, if, huh. if you're a musician, an aspiring musician, an engineer, an aspiring engineer, you, you just got to go because it's like it's such an easy, awesome investment to make. Well, and you get into that thing where you go to YouTube for everything right and then you watch some shit that somebody posts up there and half the time it's not right. You know, oh, dude, I almost you, ruined a toilet doing that. <laughs> I mean, you know, because it's like I, I'm supposed to put in like this, like, I don't know, glue stuff on the, wax the ring. toilet. You guys, yeah. yeah. I had no idea how to do it. I go to YouTube and apparently the dude made the YouTube video. He don't know what he's doing either. Um, <laughs> what Creative Live is basically doing is basically like, you you know, these people know what they're talking about. And yeah. that, that, that's, you know, that's worth investing you know a few bucks you know to 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 learn something right i don't know i've fallen in love with it it's it's such cool such cool stuff so uh make sure that you follow godless on twitter you can find out what he's looking at and all that good stuff your twitter handle is at godless speaks and i am at bearded apes you can find us on the twitter and you can also uh, get a hold of us in other ways you can leave us a speak pipe if you would like to do that at the bottom of these posts uh you can tell us you know what you think of the topic that we're talking about you can also leave us something that you might want us to talk about or you know whatever there's a there's a lot of different ways uh, that you can get involved with the show man this episode we are going to be talking to mark akibo of veil of maya we got scoops dude we actually got some pretty good scoops and this front well i think we took advantage of him a little bit i i, I you know <laughs> we we woke him up he was hung over he was hurting so i think we took advantage of him but you know it's a it's a public service for our listeners to do so. <laughs> hey man i i you just don't understand what we did to him because you you don't get hangovers you don't do that so yeah so yeah i i feel for the guy like i i i, I felt his pain i really did because i know what that's like without enchiladas you've got to have some grease in your life before you can like actively <laughs> think 
when you're that hungover. I, I totally get it. So, yeah, we're going to talk to him later in the show. We're also going to hear his new song off the Matriarch album. And I think we're going to play. What are we going to do? We're going to do a new Faith No More song. Sounds good. Okay. Play one for Faith No More. Maybe talk about uh, the hype that's going on with that record because it's coming out like this week. So, yeah, a little bit of hype going on there, man. Well, it's, yeah, it's, 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 they were on tonight's show. I had to watch, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, Faith No More. Everybody cares. And, and if you don't, you should. Damn it. No, I know. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to say it. Never mind. I was going <laughs> to. I was going to do a We Care A Lot thing, and I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just like, don't do it. Don't fucking do it, man. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. I tee it up, and, 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 I know, you, but and it, you refused to swing. It felt too fucking campy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger, man. Oh, like, I should refuse those. But uh, what the hell were you talking about before we got recorded? We were talking about uh, well, news, man, news. Yeah, because we were shopping around trying to find news stories and different stuff to talk about this weekend. And dude, I, I am so tired of half the crap that is that I see out there these days. Uh, and it's been forever because now everybody thinks you know they 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 drop a deuce in the toilet and it's fucking news, right? And it's not anymore, man. It's just not. Can I can I give you two headlines off of? I won't say which website, but a website just to give you an example of what we're talking about here. Okay. Here. All right, first one is Judas Priest Glenn Tipton loves to fish. <laughs> That's the headline, right? <laughs> and? and hold on, uh, hold on, let me find the second one. The second one, uh, oh, oh, here we go. Uh, it's a video, so that way you can spend some time with it. The headline is Don Dockin shows off his landscaping prowess. <laughs> Dude, these are both on the like, like within like a few minutes of each other on the home page. This is news. All right, so so I know that there's like an effort to get your artist out there, right, and to and to get them out there doing different things, right, and, and to doing all that stuff. And I, and I guess if there's any kind of thing, because I see stuff all the time, right? Because I do the I do the whole no control radio. I get the twenty four seven station and all that. And I do the radio show, so I'm I get every press release that comes down the pipe, right. And I understand that 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 somebody thinks this might be news and somebody might grab a hold of it and whatever. Like my biggest pet peeve is the, hey, we're thinking about recording a record sometime this fall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who fucking cares? Record the goddamn record. But, you know, the reason they give it up is that websites will put put it up i mean if, if websites stop putting it up then people will no longer make press releases about yeah, well, it maybe but i mean if, I, th- if, I think that they're just looking for somebody might think it's something you know to, at if some point glenn, if glenn tipton likes to fish is a news story then hell yeah you know like i've thought about writing a song last night is definitely a press release now if glenn tipton only ate what he caught that would be a news story you know, like that like he doesn't eat anything else except for what he catches That'd be yeah, good. I mean, yeah. Don Dockin. I mean, I, I I haven't looked at Don. This picture of Don Dockin on the story is the first time I've looked at Don Dockin <laughs> since like 1988 or something, yeah, right? And, yeah. And and Don Dockin in 1988, the only headline that should happen is Don Dockin shows off his chick banging prowess. That's the <laughs> only head landscaping. No, like Don Dockin doesn't landscape, and and I think that there's a mistake here. And I understand the idea of like like trying to um. Uh, 
you know, uh, show that there's, you know, give you access to these people and, and show that they're just like you, they're human, the whole thing. But there's a way to do it. And then there's a way to just make them look lame. Well, there's Don Dockin looks lame. There's that human side of things like what you're talking about. I mean, you know, the fact that like when we talk to uh, Steve Souza and he's talking about being a door, installing doors for a living and stuff like that. I don't need a video of of him doing his job right you know i mean it's not i don't want to see him installing doors it's cool to know that he did that but at the same time uh, i don't need to watch a three-minute video of him showing me how to install a doorknob <laughs> you know yeah. i don't know if that's going to be cool or not but i think that there's something cool about like uh, like knowing that the dudes that you admire are are there's something about cool about knowing that they're 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 busting ass they're working hard to do what they they do yeah, it because yeah, they yeah. love it you yeah. know what i mean but like the fact that glenn tipton will take a week off to go fishing doesn't to me say that he is passionate about his music anymore it just says that he's got you know every glenn tipton it should be glenn tipton pays a dude to go fishing for him that's <laughs> that's a news story you know what i mean yeah yeah i can see that it's the it's the CNN problem, right? You know, you know, when CNN first signed on, they were talking about every cat that was stuck in a tree, right? You know, and it's, it kicks off with a with a war that they can cover twenty four seven, and then after that's over, it's like, well, what now? Uh, okay, well, let's, let's let's see what else we can fill, and there's this void, and the void is the internet, and it's endless, and and it, it's it, interesting. It just goes everywhere. So it's like, okay, there's all this stuff that you can have information about. And there's all this like useless stuff that's out there. And I just don't, it's hard for me. And I understand that like, you know, the publicists, the PR people, the, the all that stuff, you're, you want to get the name and all that and push it out there. But dude, I like the Lamb of God thing that happened this week uh, with the new song and all that. It, you know, what was great about that was, was that there was what one Instagram picture on uh, Randy Bly's Instagram feed or whatever. We were talking about Chris Adler recording with Megadeth like three weeks ago. Right. And boom, next thing you know, we got a new song from Lamb yeah. of God. Yep. Hey, well, what are we talking about now? We're talking about substance. We're talking about something that is 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 tangible. We got we got a new song. We got a new album. Here's the date. Bam, 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 bam. We're not talking about all that other stuff, you know. And Mark, Mark from Amaya, who we're gonna we got the interview in just a few minutes, and we've got headlines like crazy, and they're a hell of a lot more interesting than Glenn Tipton fishing, right? <laughs> I mean, we've got some real news, real news coming out of this interview. And what's so cool about it is like one of the things is you know what you're just talking about they really wanted their split with brandon butler to be just like what you're talking about just like oh here's the new music with the new singer done and then and they were not allowed to do that and i think that's really that's interesting and i think that then all bands should be working towards that you know well the the arch enemy idea right you know the the idea that that here's the replacement bam it's done and we go and we and we move on and we go forward and that's that's like a, that's the the best machine you could ask for you know is is to make sure that you control the message and you know that's is uh, I want to know what Glenn Tinted caught did he catch anything <laughs> I mean was he was he going for was he going for groupers I mean what, was he deep sea fishing I mean what was it I'm, uh, I'm and gonna, I don't know I don't know what it out. is about you know websites like this one that we're talking about where they just there's a celebration of lame on on their <laughs> website but but like it, it you know we're going to have some pretty awesome scoops about a very awesome band and they're not going to put it up 
they're not going to cover it, you know? <laughs> and 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 it's going to be like, well, you know, well, fuck you too, you know? I mean, it's, it, he, you know, you guys can just do your lame thing over there and we're going to continue to do our awesome stuff over here and and perhaps never the twain shall meet, except for when we're talking about how lame that website is. <laughs> then then we meet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, dude, like I said, there's, I just don't understand why, so many little things are i don't know what 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 makes it news or what makes it whatever you know and, and i like and i don't feel that way about like metal sucks obviously yeah and <laughs> just, just as a disclaimer right <laughs> that's not the website we're talking about uh, but but no it's it, it's all these like little minuscule things that that just don't matter and i mean that's part of what sets metal sucks apart is that it's going to have some personality and it's going to, you know, if there is something lame that they're going to cover, they know that it's something lame and they're going to make some fun out of it and make it yeah, entertaining. And have a good you way know. to, yeah, it's a good way to form it into something else. And that's actually right. where you get where where you can set, you know, set things apart with people uh, versus just copying a press release and, po- and posting it and stuff or whatever. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Uh, the the, the uh, problem with Don Dock and landscaping video is is that there's like no self awareness whatsoever on either Don Dockin's part or the website that's posting it. Well, I don't and know I, if he's got posies, man. He knows what time of year it is. If that perennial is <laughs> going to be coming back or not, we need to know what he if his marigolds are getting fed correctly. You, you know what kind of self awareness I'm talking about. <laughs> and what, dude? I don't know what you mean. So, I mean, if if he knows what kind of what kind of shrubbery he needs to have. In what kind of shade he's got? That's a, that's a value that that I can't offer, and maybe I should go to Glenn or go to uh, Don Dockin to find these things out. I want Don Dockin self fertilizes his own <laughs> garden. Put that on video. I'm there. I'm clicking that. You know. Hmm. I don't know if I am, man. I don't need. I don't need another scat video. I really don't. I already have too many in my life, man. So, uh, It'd be even better if it's like the video isn't made by him. It's made by the next door neighbor. Like man, Don Dockin just dropped a douche shitting in his shrubs. <laughs> now that's fucking news right there. That's news. Uh, no, yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, it, sometimes some of this stuff is just so self-masturbatory. It just drives me up a wall. You know, and and I don't get why. I mean, even, uh, you know, sometimes the announcing the name of the record or with the date, the release or whatever. OK, that's valid. Right. But, you know, the my my biggest pet peeve is the one announcing that they're going to be going in the studio like that yeah. is like that's my biggest pet peeve. And I, I don't care what band it is. You know, like when Megadeth was going to go in the studio and talking about recording, I, was like, I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah. Just record it or show me the sessions or whatever, you know, you know, but just do what Lamb of God just did. Exactly. You know? It's like, bam, done. I, and, yep. and we're all happy and life is good. But th- that's like my personal pet peeve is, is to I, see all that. I think there's some value in, in, you know, how, you know, everybody's like, oh, it sucks because, you know, the, the, the reporters who actually put the stuff up. They can't make any money, but the, those websites that that uh, oh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, synthesize or or edit and only give you that that stuff. You know, the the, the good stuff. They they are making money. You know what I mean? Facebook mm-hmm. putting uh, uh uh being your news feed is going to make money, whereas all the websites that are creating the content that go into that news feed they're not making money and 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 i agree that it sucks and that it's a broken system but at the same time there is some value probably just as much value in getting rid of the 
shit. No, I'm not talking about the, the Don Dawkins shit in his yard. I'm talking <laughs> about, you know, just shit like Don Dawkins landscaping video. And just so you don't even need to go to their website. You just need to go to Metal Sucks or, or go to uh, your, your buddy's Facebook feed where he's only going to provide the stuff that actually matters. You know, Facebook feed like Godless Speaks, I might Matt, I might add. <laughs> it's a great place to get the, the headlines that matter. It's you know? amazing. Oh, wait. And now we're advertising. <laughs> Uh, fabulous i don't know it's, it's it's funny because i mean we there's been a big effort like on on the the whole radio side to sort of you know just jump into facebook both feet right and and content 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 you gotta post this content content content, content. and it's like well the, okay so for me on my end it's like it's me doing this whole radio thing that i that, that i do on the side right and it's all it's just just me that that's that's it so if i want to post a bunch of shit that's pretty much what I would have to do is, is like a copy and paste. I don't have enough time to sit and, and write out, you know, think pieces about that, have the stuff to make it really interesting. So what do I do? I just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, sorry. Oh, well, well. And it's probably detrimental to, to my audience because they're clicking on something else or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, well, eh, you know, so be it. I'd rather do that than, than put out crap. So. You know, yeah. the stuff I do take time to time to actually write, you know, I do reviews and stuff for metal injection. And it's like, well, it's only because I try to I, I still want to write, but I don't I, I can't. I, I prefer speaking into this microphone because <laughs> it's my medium. man. You know, yeah, it's the way that the way that I communicate. But, and then you got bands who've got live shows coming up and they don't tell you about it. <laughs> Say, what the hell? You know? Oh, I know. <laughs> it's that's the complete a, that's, opposite. That's amazing. Oh. It's, it's like the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. It's, one, it's, it's feast or famine at half the time, you know? Like, I don't know. This is crazy. Well, let's get into our interview with uh, with with uh, Mark Akibo of uh, Vela Maya, dude. This, uh, this was a... This was, a fun interview. <laughs> like I said, I feel sorry for him. I really do. I got to, I got to say that like that new Vale Amaya album is freaking awesome. Yeah. I've always been sort of like, you know, eh, Vale Amaya, you know, I respect them, but I'm not blown away. This album blew me away. So good. If you're not, a, if you're not familiar with some of the stuff that's already come out uh, on it, it's going to be a little bit different than what you've heard. And we're going to talk about that as well in our interview with Mark Ockerville from Vale Amaya on the Metal Sucks podcast. It's grandma, okay? <laughs> Usually it's a grandma story we get. <laughs> oh, it, I, I have a terrible excuse. I, I, I went out uh, to the terror show last night and I got too drunk afterwards. <laughs> oh, so, we're, so you're hungover. That's even better. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely hungover. <laughs> oh, man. So let's see. So you, it, you just woke it, up? <laughs> um. Uh, well, kind of. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. Is a terror show in Chicago like a social event, or is it a like they're just so awesome? I got to get hammered event. Oh, uh, well, I, I guess I didn't really plan on doing that. It just uh, we were just hanging out after the show, and then I don't know. It, it was awesome though. They killed it. <laughs> that's it. There's nothing else or just okay. Oh, um, yeah. There ought to be like <laughs> you, you get any dirt? Any I, I feel, like I he was telling you, me this. He was telling me the story, and I was like, oh it was so good." And, and then I, I like threw up all over his shoes. You know, that's <laughs> that, that's what I'm looking for. Um, 
Yeah, well, I, I went to I went to a bar with them afterwards and hung out with uh, Scott and Tony Brummel from Victory Records. And then I went to a few more bars after that, and then that's that's when I got out of control, I guess. <laughs> See, I understand. My my partner, Godless, over here is not as big a drinker as I am. I know exactly what you're going through right now, man. I know. I know where you haven't even pieced together the entire night yet. You're not. You're not. A, you yeah, haven't. A, you know, assembled like I the whole. Found my keys a second ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know exactly where you are, brother. So, <laughs> I have never experienced a hangover. What can I say? Oh my god, it's uh, it's brutal. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited. I'm here in Dublin. Everybody's like, oh, dude, you know, the, they, they drink like crazy here. This is, you know, you do what you're going to do. And that may be true, but you got to finish drinking by 11 p.m. And it's like, oh, oh that's yeah. awesome. It's, that's only an hour past my bedtime. That's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably sleep awesome there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll go e- a little easy on you today. No, no, probably won't. Probably <laughs> no, won't. a little bit, man. But, yeah, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on the new record. Let's just start there. All right, man. The new record is freaking Thanks, It's awesome, man. Thank D- you. Does this, does this feel like a bit of a reboot for you guys? Yeah, it does actually. We we just played a CD release show, and um, the new songs were by far the most fun to play. Like I kind of just want to play the whole new album instead of playing our old songs. And I would imagine, like you know, any of the audience. I mean, obviously, you guys were very conscious ahead of time that you're probably going to lose a few people because you know yeah. some people don't want to hear a guy singing. But you got to ma- you you make up for that in chicks, right? <laughs> um, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see how the tour goes. But I mean, it's got it. So. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. As soon as somebody starts singing with a sweet voice, you know, they they, they come running. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll I'm, see. I mean, so, I imagine you you've seen that when you've toured with other bands with guys who sing. You see that you know their hand. You know, they've got a few more shirts at the merch booth that are in the women's sizes. That's yeah. I mean, when when there's lots of girls at the show, it means your band's doing good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the John Mayer, the first music video I saw from John Mayer, he had this like, huge audience, but like the first two rows in the audience were super, super hot chicks. And you know that he just planted them there, but it was really, really smart because every dude watching that video is like, I could give a shit about his music, but I want to go see record. the hot chicks. Yeah, yeah I got to get the hot <laughs> chicks, so I'm going to see John Mayer in concert. It, it totally works, man. I actually, I actually like John Mayer's music. It's pretty cool. And not as much as I like the first two rows. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how different is it working with Lucas versus uh, Brandon? I mean, is it like a complete night and day, or I mean, because it, it's obviously um, a different sound. Well, actually, yeah, it, it's a lot different. I mean, the music was all written before before Lucas uh, joined, so that that aspect didn't really change. But but. Uh, he was uh he has a lot more ideas and like it's it's like uh, having another instrument being able to have you know melodic singing as, as well as the streaming. So you say it was That's written cool. beforehand, like even the even like the melodic vocal parts were were written. Was that no? We were we were planning on having singing like we were just gonna use a guest vocalist before, ah, okay. but uh but yeah, then we just found a dude that could do both. So so yeah, it worked out really well. Yeah, I found like a YouTube video of him like with some other dude strumming his guitar and he's like just singing like crazy like 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 there ought to be another season of American Idol cuz the dude can <laughs> sing, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, I'm I'm stoked to actually start working with him and see like what kind of stuff we could come up with. And I would imagine too that like you gotta like you come across a dude like that and you go, well, there must it's sort of like a chick. There must be something wrong with her, otherwise she'd be with some other dude. It's sort of the same thing with the singer, right? <laughs> um. Well. Yeah, wait, wait, can you say that again? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I guess what I'm basically saying, like, you, you hear a voice like that, I would immediately go, well, he must already be in a band. There must be, oh, I, yeah, d- yeah. maybe he doesn't get, maybe he's, like, terrible to work with, or maybe he's, like, <laughs> related. Leaves, yeah, doesn't flush the toilet, leaves a cap off the toothpaste, you know, like. Yeah, know. something like that. Yeah, you know, a little clingy, you know, something like that. I mean, I'd be on the edge of my seat if I were you. I, I, I mean, has he been cool so far? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, he he's from a really small town. That actually was like a big part of of why we we liked him because he uh, he didn't have like an ego or anything like that. He just wants to make music, and he's he's from a small town. So like, as soon as he starts getting kind of rock starish, they'll probably put him in check right away. You know? Yeah, I mean, like the the first show that he played with us was was Slipknot, pretty much. So like. The, the audience was bigger than the town that he was from. I can only imagine that it was like. <laughs> how was that? How were you guys received in front of Slipknot? Was that Knotfest or what was it? Yeah, Knotfest. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, people were definitely skeptical. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, we were really scared, honestly. You, but, Chuck, you um, didn't see the video, but I did. The first two rows, hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it takes. It's totally what it takes. <laughs> you know, one of the things, Mark, that that Chuck and I were talking about before uh, uh, you eventually got to us was the idea that that like it seems like this generation of bands is very different from the previous generations because in the previous generations the vocalist was critical. The it was you know, the, 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 the most important piece. And if you try to change the singer, like you're really messing stuff up, but yeah. that doesn't seem to be true. You put John Bush Go- in and people are pissed, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You, know, you guys, monuments, periphery, you know, all these bands, you guys are like, just, I mean, it's like baseball cards. You guys are trading them. Like, you know, it's no problem, <laughs> but it was it, a reverse where the guitar player used to be the guy who was the one who was like flipped over and over again in the nineties and, and early two. 2000 so it seems yeah, like totally it's taking yeah, a- nobody wanted to work with steve Vai, you know <laughs> yeah it's like i think it's because uh a lot, like back in the day the, the singers had a lot more to do with like the songwriting and the maybe that or i don't know because it's like i know like most of our bands are are guitarists fueled and like a lot of us like just write at home studios so maybe like the vocals are like i don't know like the last thing to 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 be added to the mix you know do you think that the audience has any loyalty to him because you guys don't right i mean not you specifically but i mean general you know the cluster you guys um, you know yeah definitely i mean yeah i mean the the vocalists are a huge part of the, the sound i think for us um the, the instruments were like a little bit more uh in the front i guess and then, so, I mean, like, a lot more people were, were pissed about Brandon leaving them than we were expecting. I mean, we definitely lost a lot of fans from, from that alone. But, I mean, it just gave us a chance to to kind of reinvent ourselves and, uh, I don't know, keep, a, keep it moving, like, keep everything moving, keep it interesting, I guess. So what was the story there? What uh, I mean, I read, I read Brandon's statement about, uh, about what all 
kind of went down there. But Which is uh, all bullshit, I might add. <laughs> the whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it was, I don't know, I was, uh, it, it kind of happened while we were on the, the Mayhem tour, and I was I was asleep. I slept through all of it, but I guess it was just kind of like a drunken argument that kind of got out of control. I think it was about cleaning the bus, honestly. I think it was because there was, like, like a bunch of soda cans everywhere. Bad girlfriend. Got, <laughs> yeah. Well, his girlfriend was there, I think. Oh, <laughs> oh that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I seriously slept. I was asleep when it happened, so I, I, I'm, like, probably the worst person to ask. But I just know there was a, a, a bad argument. And uh, it was about cleaning the bus, and then, and then he like made some tweet saying that she wasn't going to be in the band or something like something that meant it to us, you know. And then we just uh, went home. It was like right right when Mayhem was ending, so we we just like went home. I started working on the CD, and then we just uh, yeah, I guess he's just out of the band. <laughs> when you wake up and you find out what happened, I'm, I mean, are you what, what's your reaction to it? Um, I don't know. It was like, I guess we just, we had one more show and we just, we played it and then, uh, we just went into to writing mode. I think, I mean, I was, I was already supposed to fly out to go to the studio like immediately after the tour was over. So I kind of just stayed in that mindset. And, uh, then, uh, I don't know, like, I think that when we switched jobs, on Facebook, that's when everybody like noticed that he's out of the band. So he like wrote a statement, and that came out before we even knew like what to do because we were just gonna like uh, get a new singer before before announcing that we that Brandon wasn't in the band. We were, we were planning on just putting new music out, like and having that be the big surprise. It's like, oh, there's a new singer. <laughs> yeah, pulling an arch enemy, right? Yeah. That's what everybody wants to do at this point. Yeah, yeah. And so there's just. I mean, when when that got out, it was just a lot more uh, internet drama, I guess. But, yeah, uh, there's no drama on the internet. <laughs> but you, so you're saying you found out on Facebook that you lost your lead singer? Well, no. Like we were planning on on not like not working with him. He we we actually like sent an email saying you know like you know we, we're going to take you seriously when you said you quit the band and start pretty much looking for a new vocalist or whatever, and so eventually he just changed his job on Facebook and then that like triggered everything. Yeah. So was he the dude who wants the bus cleaner or is he the dude who <laughs> just didn't get yeah, around to cleaning the bus? Clean, he would always, he would clean the bus. He was, he was really in the cleaning bus. For sure. So you guys were the messy guys. You left the cap off the toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were sharing the bus with uh darkest hour actually. So there's oh. like a lot of people that live there and we party Say on no there more. part of it. Yeah. We we know about those darkest hour guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're lucky the feces was in, in the toilet, you know? I mean, come on. Oh man. Yeah. Oh wow. Wait, you heard about that? <laughs> <laughs> so so all right, so, so I mean, it seems like that, something like that shouldn't be that big a deal, especially all right, so this is what I was imagining, Mark. I was going to have my little kid record a little skit for me that I was going to send to Chuck and have him play for you, which was going to be the conversation between uh, Brendan and his future son about how he used to be in this totally kick-ass heavy metal band, but now he paints houses in buttfuck 
uh, Washington for a living. And the kid just being deathly disappointed, you know, like, Dad, what happened? You used to be cool. And they're like, yeah, I know, but whatever. The, but now I find oh, out it's because the bus wasn't clean. I mean, that don't you think? I mean, if I'm him right about now, I'm going, all right, well, maybe, maybe I can put up with a little bit more scum in the bus, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there, I'm sure there was like a lot of things leading up to it. And that was just like, that was just like an excuse to kind of, I guess, explode or whatever. But I, I mean, yeah, when it came down to it, I mean, we were still, we were, uh, we were still like, uh, planning on sending him out to like, I think Will Putney to record vocals. And then I was going to go and finish the music because our album was like kind of already past overdue. Like we were trying to have it out before Mayhem. Which yeah, ended up ended up happening a year later, but yeah, like most of the album was was written at that point, and then not like I just had the chance to kind of rewrite it, and I guess uh, yeah. Were you scared? Yeah, it was really it was crazy. Oh, I was like it was really stressful actually because I was I, I had like the files that we had started with. Um, we we started recording with Diego from Volumes, but we didn't finish, so I had like. I had all the Pro Tool sessions like on a little hard drive with me, and I was just gonna like try and track the rest of it. I guess myself, which I'm like not very experienced in, so I don't know that 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 part was scary. And then uh, I ended up just going to Taylor Larson's studio to to finish writing, and then we, like he started mixing some songs, and it sounded really good. So we're just like let's uh, finish the album here, and then we just kind of reworked it like as if Taylor was just gonna do the whole thing and just redid every instrument pretty much well for that much turmoil it sounds like the, I, it's hard <laughs> to believe that that it sounds like it's a one thought like it sounds like it, it all fits Absolutely. together and that's really crazy that, that's that awesome. <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's like how did that how is that possible yeah uh that's because i guess that's because taylor got to re redo it and like put his little sparkle on it because we uh we record the, the guitars direct or whatever so you can like you can take the uh-huh. signal and then put it through any amp you want or like yeah, yeah, yeah. um so we had you know he had the chance to just kind of like re i mean we we saved all the guitar tracks that i made with diego and then we just added to all of them pretty much see and i'm thinking about not just unity of sound i'm thinking about like writing wise because i mean as far as like what you're putting down on paper or what you're putting down on record you know when you're when you got your ups and downs going while all this stuff is and you're feeling that stuff it seemed wouldn't that change the way i want to write a sad song now you know <laughs> it's like it seems like you go it, it'd be hard to kind of maintain that unity throughout the whole thing yeah i i don't i don't know every every song is kind of like i mean i i personally don't think any of the songs really sound like each other that much so i guess they're all like they all tell like their own little story some of the songs I wrote with Diego, like there's, and and some some uh, with Taylor, and you can hear. I mean, I can some of it I didn't write, you know, like they 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 totally took like the direction I was going with the songs and just had a, an idea that was too good not to use. So, um, there's that they definitely played a big role in in the way the songs sound. Excellent, <laughs> Mark. Can I Sorry. can I say can I say something? Because like like dude, like I I've always in like really loved the musicianship that you guys have had on prior albums, and I 
loved when i mean you guys blew me away at south by southwest this year i thought it was like an amazing 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 performance one of the most impressive performances i've seen at south by ever right but then when i get the album the album to me is not only impressive musicianship but i feel like and i i don't mean this as a backhanded compliment i mean this just being to be genuine but the the songwriting is there now you know, it sounds like mm-hmm. you guys have really, really gotten to the point where you can write a really, really fantastic song. Is that something you guys have worked at or is that just something yeah. that the timing is right now? No, I mean, we, we definitely had that in mind from, from the beginning of, of writing this album. We were like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love death metal. And like when when we started the band, I was, I was pretty much trying to trying to make like. I guess like a technical death metal band for like for for little scene kids that had never listened to death metal before. So I kind of wanted to be like, you know, Fisher Price, my first death metal band or whatever. <laughs> and uh, like nowadays, I guess for us to keep keep going in the direction like that that we want, or like to just to I don't know to get on you know more kinds of tours. Like just getting on Mayhem that was a huge deal, but like. You know, to be able to play with more kinds of bands and and whatever we wanted to, kind of, I don't know, not not make another death metal album. We we wanted to do everything that was veiled, but like kind of, not not be death metal. Just just and, as and an I, experiment, I guess. And I walked away from your performance at South by. I, I forget who I was talking to, but I turned to him and I was like. What I thought was amazing about that performance was it seemed like the ceiling got lifted on what was possible because it seems like this generation of metal bands, it's very, very hard to get to the level of a, of a, um, of a Slayer or a Megadeth or, a, you know, all these big, big, big names. But it, it, it's, oh, yeah. it, it seems like with very few exceptions, like you guys and Whitechapel and Periphery and maybe just a couple others are able to really really raise the bar when you guys could get that size i don't know that'd be crazy i mean we're, we're all like lucky to just keep on playing heavy music you know it's, it's been it's been a while like with touring and like you know putting out albums and it's hard to stay relevant when when like music's so music's kind of saturated right now you know there's there's so many bands like back back when i started getting into like metal and hardcore or whatever they're you know, you could count you could count all the the bands that were worth listening to, and like I'd be so excited just be, because there was like a new like melodic death metal band. You know, remember when like the Swedish Swedish melodic death metal was like the shit, and that's like what everybody <laughs> was into. Yeah, there's only like three bands that were doing it, and maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, maybe just a couple of them. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like yeah, like Slaughter the Soul by At the Gates. When 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 I heard that for the first time, it like blew my mind. That like if a band came out today playing that that exact same album, like nobody, I feel like nobody would care. And like because there's so much music out right now. But a lot of people said the same thing about you know we want to call it Gent or whatever you want to call it. I mean the same thing about that as well. Yeah, I, I think it, it is becoming a like a super oversaturated sound. And I mean to me, I guess what I think when I hear people say gent, like what I think of is like, uh, you know, one of those like, like slow groovy drum beats with like a, a clean guitar playing with like some Meshuggah, like distorted guitar. And that's like, and then like a guy starts singing and that's like, that's what I think gent sounds like, I guess. But I mean, we get lumped into the whole gent thing too. So I don't know. <laughs> 
I still don't really, I don't really know what it is. Yeah, right. It's this, uh, the only genre named after a sound. Uh, Mark, have you ever played on one of those like websites where like uh, you get two pictures and you got to click who's hotter? Oh, uh, like Tinder? Hot or not. Yeah, yeah like almost like oh. a hot or not. Like I'm on one of them and this total coincidence, right? But I'm kind of stuck because on the left side is Lucas, his picture, <laughs> and on the right side is Brendan's picture and his eyes, man, he's got those <laughs> awesome eyes. So, so if you were me, who's hotter? Which one would you click on? Oh man, um, uh, hmm. Lucas would be more more gentle. I think Brandon would be like you know he'd be he'd be more aggressive. <laughs> so I guess it's uh it's really. It's really what you're feeling that day. So like Luke, I yeah. another cuddle with Lucas. <laughs> yeah, Lucas is the cuddler. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just worried that you guys have totally passionately do- make out with or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of worried that you guys have broken him and he won't clean up for me afterwards. How how does Brandon's eyes get those bl- that blue? I mean, does is there a lot of prayer that goes into that? Is it is it like the number of times you go to church per <laughs> days you know like that sort of ratio is it something in the diet what is it i don't know i'm really jealous like my my eyes are just like boring and brown it'd be be cool if they were blue that's it but that's his natural eyes though yeah he has real pretty eyes i don't know i mean like if he's like standing at me yelling at like you know cleaning too much (laughs) i I, i'm kind of I'm kind of thinking. I'm so I'm looking at trying to decide whether it was Sam or Danny who was the one who would yell back. And I'm I'm guessing oh. I'm guessing that Sam did right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. So, <laughs> is he like the just like was it all the build up for him, or is he just the like nastiest, grossest guy in the bus? Um, no, it was just it just kind of. I think it was just because we like everyone was drunk and like just uh just something was building up. I guess that Sam definitely not the dirtiest dude on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) I I picture like if Sam knew that you guys were going to upgrade, which is what what you've done to to get to Lucas, right? If you knew that was going (laughs) to happen, then that's an easy argument to have. But if you don't know that that's out there that's got to be yeah, a little throwing it in the wind yeah especially when your song you know your songwriter and guitarist is passed out in the back of the bus <laughs> i was actually like my my bunk was right in the front lounge like it was like a fold-up bunk so it went over like the table where where they were arguing over <laughs> oh no way you slept through the whole thing yeah that's i so was cool. just, yeah Cause there's there's a, there's parties like every like every week after uh, mayhem or whatever, and I just come back from oh man, that was a crazy night actually. A lot of things went down that night. Like while while we're like having our situation on the bus, um, I guess uh, the police came and like broke the drummer of of Revocation's arm, and like they broke the King Eight One O's merch guy's leg or whatever. I don't even know what happened. I mean, I can. They're, I don't know. It was just like we all our parties are under control usually, and then I think somebody was peeing outside, and then like some cops like just got all uh, jock 
on yeah, everyone. Black and, Lives Matter, man. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, the drummer Phil from Revocation got his arm broken by the police that day. I don't know if anyone ever like announced that or like. I don't think anyone, uh, maybe I shouldn't have just said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool because we all knew that he, the, the drummer, like took off the yeah. next tour because they had, uh, what's his face? Who we talked to? Uh, Rudinger. Rudinger, yeah. Rudy. He totally stepped in. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it totally makes sense. But I mean, was he, yeah, was know, he resisting arrest or? Um, well, yeah, see, I, I, I don't know. I got, I think I got lucky and I just uh, went to sleep before it everything happened that night but that i mean that was just that was happening at the same time as uh as our situation on the bus so it, it was just like a i don't know it was a really crazy night it was in oklahoma so it was like schleybaum like you know like trying to keep your dude separate or i mean how did that all like work like stoking out, you know? it come on dude. Uh, yeah uh, i don't know i don't know um schleybaum's the one that told me about it in the morning i think he like stopped at a burger king he's like dude like you know, your, your band got in a huge fight last night. Like, I'm like, well, really? Like, or he told me everything. Like, everyone getting broken or hurt or whatever. Man, yeah, that was the craziest thing to wake up to ever. You guys broke up last night, man. It's crazy. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> I just think it's crazy that we can't get the story as to what actually happened from you. We got to go to our political <laughs> consultant well, on the show to find funny. out what happened. Yeah, It's okay. I, like yeah. I said, I understand where you're at. <laughs> I, I know. Because <laughs> Schleibom is our, our political consultant yeah, yeah, on the yeah. podcast. So it's, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get the story. We'll oh, get really? the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to listen to, to that. <laughs> let me let me know after you. Okay, we'll do. Definitely, man. All right, oh, so like, course. like, dude, dude, the, the the Breaking Bad spoof is you've already been told a billion times that it's brilliant. It's brilliant, and you guys are all fantastic <laughs> actors, right? So fantastic job. Whose house is that? Uh, that's that's Ash's house. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That totally <laughs> makes sense. Have you seen Have you seen the, his movie that came out? movies. I keep on hearing everybody's telling me I gotta watch. Them. Yeah, them, yeah. You get you get a lot more views of his house. Um, I, just, I think his house is also featured in an, an asking Alexandria video or something. No wonder I haven't uh, seen it before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so when you're when you're in the house, would you ever like just like uh, I don't know, pick up a couple odds and ends that might be lying around the house that he's not gonna miss? You want me to steal stuff from it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying in future tense. I'm saying while you're there, you know, like, uh, oh, look at that. There's, you know, he's got three bottles of ketchup. What the hell does he need three for? I'll grab this one. You know, stuff like that. Ash is like my friend. You know, like when, when Sumerian was just starting, uh, like, he, he would he let us, like, live at his apartment that he had with uh, Sean Keith while we were recording, like, our first two albums, actually, we recorded at and stayed at Ash's house to record with Michael Keane. <laughs> so it's like watching him get so successful now is just, it's really cool because it's just, you know, it's like it's some dude that yeah, I don't know, it was just genuinely a friend, you know? It's a cool dude. How how messy was his house when you guys left? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was usually pretty clean. He's organized. <laughs> it's all because <laughs> I mean, of Brandon. 
I'm, yeah, I'm picturing you guys just t- making a complaint. God damn it, leaving your cups everywhere. Come on, just pick up after yourself. Uh. And, and he's like, geez, for the last, like, you know, I don't know, a few years, whenever they come over, the place ends up clean when they leave. I don't know what's changed. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, when I just met Ash uh, and we were recording the comments collapse, I, I had I had scabies, actually, and I didn't know what scabies were. And I, like, I just had scabies for, like, two or three months. So I was pretty much getting... I, I got to like kind of like chicken pox or whatever again, yeah. like inside my elbows and and like around my uh, crotch, and, and it was awful. It was the worst experience ever. I didn't tell anybody, so like that's yeah, really awkward. Then Michael you King picked, saw you, me scratching myself, and he, he told me I had scabies. So I, I like took, yeah, I figured it out. <laughs> and you picked it up from his house. No, I didn't. No, I <laughs> oh, I brought it into his home. Oh. I, oh. Uh, <laughs> Where, where, but I thought I was dying. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. What? 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 Do? Where did you get the scabies? What does scabies come from? Is that a bug or is scabies? it? A, like, yeah, they're like you know they're like mites or whatever. They're little parasite dudes, and they live under your skin wherever it gets warm. Yeah. And they like they crawl around at night, so like you can literally feel them moving and stuff, and you can't. Uh, it's the worst. Yeah, you That's start worst itching, and ever. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you can get it from that, like. Sharing a towel, you can get it from shaking mm-hmm. someone's hand. You can get it from like lots of things. I guess. Were you able to figure out where you got it from? Uh, yeah, I think I got it from a girl, actually. Awesome! Oh. That's so awesome. Oh. <laughs> Is there like uh, something to look for that you want to give everybody a tip? You know, like if you're gonna date yeah. the girl, look for this. Um. Yeah. If they're if they're scratching themselves. <laughs> <laughs> You figure that won't be obvious, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because like it, like they take a while to hatch, so like I started getting it like maybe like three months after I had hung out with her, and yeah, it was really messed up. Oh, that's no good, no good at all. Well, hell, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll have nightmares. So. <laughs> oh, God. I'm starting to itch right now, dude. <laughs> oh, man, damn, you need to talk about that, ah, son of a. Uh, dude, Mark, seriously, <laughs> ma- uh, <laughs> Matriarch, man, uh, such a badass record, dude. Uh, and Thanks, Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like everybody's enjoying it so far, man. It came out this week, and uh, it seems oh. to be doing pretty well. Dude, dude, yeah, I think yeah. it's you guys on Periphery up for the Grammy this year. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully. Yeah. That'd be really cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah, like, this is the, I, I guess, I think this is the best reaction we've gotten since since we came out so far. So I'm really stoked to have everything going. That's awesome. All right. Like I said, water and greasy food uh, and <laughs> yeah. a couple of Excedrin. Like, I like Excedrin because it's got the caffeine in it. That'll help, uh, you know, clear this up, man. You'll feel much better later on today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I learned like, a uh, lot. The light blue Gatorade. <laughs> oh, dude. That, yeah, okay. All right. That's good. Uh, that, I go I go for the orange. I'm a citrus guy. But, but you know. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, yeah, no, it'll be a- no offense or anything, Mark, but you have come across as absolutely the most disgusting person we've ever interviewed <laughs> on the show. You, your singer Thank quit because you. you were disgusting. You the picked scabies. up a disgusting disease off some chick. I mean, it really is gross. <laughs> yeah. Your metal cred just went way up, though. Yeah. Way up, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> scabies free metal, man. Well, I mean, it has happened to bands before. I've heard, like, oh, yeah. Dead to Fall got it. That's how Michael Key knew it was, because Dead to Fall had it on its tour. Oh, no. They're like, oh, oh, Slybon. No. I wonder if yeah, Slybon has probably gotten it before. Oh, boy. <laughs> was he worth that check, too? Yeah. No, it's just, like, if you can get it seriously from, like, like, 
I don't know, like, I think you can get it. If someone in your band had it and, like, you shared a bench with them, you could probably get it, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, and also, you know, you think like bed bugs too, you know, like if you're in the same space together a bunch and your stuff is together, yeah, yeah, you you can transfer. What's really going to haunt your mind is when you Google image scabies later today. Oh, I I, I already have. It's fun. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm itching. I'm I'm, I'm totally itching now. So, uh, no wonder Brendan Butler wore rubber gloves on stage. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, man. We thank appreciate you, you taking the time today, dude. No, for sure. Thanks thanks for having me. I'm sorry I was late. Oh, no worries, Feel man. Fun. Feel better. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Peace. today.
That would be my favorite song off the new Faith No More album right there. Soul Invictus uh, is the name of the new record from Faith No More. That one's The Cone of Shame. It reminds me, what's the song I'm thinking of that, that sounds like? Dude, it's, um, is it RV off of Angel Dust? It's, it's, yeah. I think that's the song I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's funny how you, you mentioned that because when we were listening to it a little bit right beforehand, and that, there's moments on this album that, that to me come off you know feel like they come exactly off of like an outtake from angel dust and this is one of the few yeah there's there's a whole bunch of like feels like a bit uh uh outtakes on uh you know album of the year (laughs) this album you know know, it's good but it it, you know because it's faith no more it i don't it's okay i i don't know metal sucks gave it four and a half devil horns and maybe so but this is not on the level of like um you know the uh, carcasses return or even at the gates's return i don't think it's a it's a good album but i don't know that it's gonna get i mean hell the later faith no more albums don't get that many spins from me either you know it's it's no. real thing and angel dust and that's it yeah no so i was same here and i mean I, I was a huge angel dust fan and totally disappointed by the by the stuff that came after it you know i didn't no wasn't into it at all you know i, yeah. ba- I basically gave up on the band after that and, 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 you know, I guess, you know, we wanted to kind of talk about, like, you know, expectations, you know, mm, and I, yeah. I, I think that was good. Like, I had pretty uh, much no real expectations on this album because I remembered being disappointed with albums after Angel Dust. Yeah. But th- that's not a slight against Faith No More because the truth of the matter is is that any album that's come out after Angel Dust is a, is a disappointment. I mean, we're talking about a top... 10 album of all time yeah it's a it's a it's a desert a deserted island r- record you know i mean it's one of those that if i if i can only listen to something for the rest of my life i'd want to that would be one of them right so i mean it's gonna be anything after that's gonna be a letdown so it's like well eh, at least at least on this one so far there have been some things that have hinted back at it you know i felt like yeah. album of the year and those others is like well uh we're trying we're moving on Right. And and this is something that I feel is kind of looking back a little bit. So, I mean, that's kind of good. That's good, in my opinion. But but I mean, I, I lower my expectations on everything these days, man. I don't I don't I don't I just can't put my eggs in one basket when it comes to whatever's coming out. I did. I was trying to think of something that I that I really got my hopes up for and the in the past decade. And I can't I can't put my finger on it, man. I really can't. Yeah. You're you know, jaded. I'm totally jaded, and I and I feel like there's and I don't know if I I don't know if it's because I listen to too much music. You know what I mean? Like there's there's just I try to keep up with everything, or if it's just I I'm, I'm scared. You know, I'm scared to get emotionally invested into something because if I really love it and then it's like shit, then what have I just wasted my time on? You know, it's see, like see, I was excited about Carcass because in you know I'm one of the few people that that thought that. Uh, uh, what's the the last album before they broke up? Uh, oh, Swan Song. Swan Song. I love Swan Song. So I, I there was nothing that Carcass has ever done that I didn't uh, spooge over. And so I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, I, they've earned their spot. You know, why in the world would I think that this isn't going to be great? And, and and but then on the other hand, like I've been excited about the new Lamb of God, and I'm not a huge Lamb of God fan by any stretch of the imagination. I've, I've, I've never, I've never seen him in concert. I've never gotten excited about any other song other than redneck. 
but the story with Randy and what he's gone through, yeah. you know, that that to me, now that that's an album I'm excited to hear. And and man, that new track is great. And the lyrics are great. And it's, I feel like, you know, when you're listening to it, I, well, at least in my imagination, I'm imagining and pen, penning that by like, you know, piercing his, his <laughs> finger in blood and <laughs> writing it on a prison him. wall. Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't know. Even then, I'm still a little... I'm still a little leery of it, you know, like I'm still, I, I hedge my bets. I even hedge my bets with the carcass. Cause I mean, I feel the same way. I didn't like Swan song, but, but I still had high hopes for that, for that record. And, but I, in the back of my mind, I'm going, well, you know, but it could still kind of suck. <laughs> you know, there's this little voice in the back of my head. That's like, well, you might at the gates was the same way for me. I'm like, yeah, you know, you might want to fucking think about that. It might not be the best thing in the world. And, and you know, I don't know. I always kind of reserve judgment, like final judgment. And I, and I don't feel like it's a, I don't feel like it's a, I don't want to, I don't want to commit kind of thing. You know, like, I don't want to say that this is the best record ever before something comes out because I don't want to be judged by that. I think it's actually, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, and I don't want to, I don't want to like, anti- I don't want to love something because then yeah. it's going to die. You know, <laughs> you've got issues, I've man. Got, I've got a lot of issues, man. <laughs> it's like, it's, that's, that's, I got plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody had uh, sent me a message on, uh, uh, on Facebook or Twitter about how for episode 100, it should be just me interviewing you for a hundred minutes. <laughs> and, and, and that might, might've been a good, good way to go. I like that idea. <laughs> hey dude, <laughs> if you get me on a couch and start me talking, man, I'll tell you all about, uh, all about the terrible things that it have in my life man i i don't give a shit i'm an open book but dude it's like <sighs> i don't know i it's something about it's something about it. it's like a, a girlfriend that, that that is gonna fuck me over i know what's gonna happen if i if i love her too much this is it, it's totally gonna go wrong she's gonna be sucking some other dude's dick man i know what's gonna happen here man this is bad uh, that's uh, that's yeah. the new faith no more album that's the new <laughs> high on fire album that's what it is oh uh, yeah the new high on it's like fire. holy I shit don't know. Uh, uh, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe then, maybe you don't know you, what I mean. But, but then you got like Paradise Lost. Like Paradise Lost for me, th- that band was the most confused band. I always used to call them. It, it just you know, the emphasis to me was always on Lost. On Lost, because, yeah. <laughs> because they never to me felt like they. Uh, had a direction they just always kept on trying things it was you know this is our metallica attempt this is our our more um uh uh uh, like the mainstream death metal yeah like the gothenburg sound thing yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and it was like it was like dude just you know you guys need to figure something out yeah just go with it uh or 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 at least just feel like you're going somewhere uh instead of just scattershot and and i love the scattershot of faith no more because it's like oh here's an awesome idea with that other awesome idea and we're going to mix it you know paradise lost to me we're always like this song is our one you know yeah. i can see the playlist it's the yeah, metallica yeah. song and the know? new record is in the new record is actually decent yeah like that new so i've just heard the one song and i'm like man i love this more than i love anything else i've ever heard them do and that to me is exciting you know that's great and now i'm excited for the album you know i'm happy uh, I, to get a brand new puppy but then it gets run over by a car I mean, you know, shit happens, man. I don't want to. I don't want to love something. I just don't want to be there, man. Because uh, I don't know. I get. I get emotionally invested in stuff, and 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 man, I just. It's. I don't. I don't do it in, into the music anymore. I don't really. I don't know. I don't want that way. You know. I not anymore. 
Because, like, yeah. I, you know how much I love High and Fire. I'm fucking yeah. totally, I'm totally all about it. But I'm going, I'm listening to this new song. And I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, this is pretty good. It's the same riff as the Snakes of the Divine, but still, it's pretty good. Okay, but, but in my head, I like want to love it. Right? I want to, I want to love this album, and before it even comes out, and I won't do it. I'm not gonna. No, no, I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I can't do it. I just cannot do it. I don't know if I'm scared. I don't know what it is, man. I just. Ugh. Does your health care plan at work cover, you know, like, you know, shrink? <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, mm, you, you think I need to see somebody? <laughs> What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with me. Why don't you love me? All I gotta Why say is don't that, you love me? Obviously, this many years of spending an hour a week talking to me has made no improvement. <laughs> uh, it's only made it worse. Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, it's driven me insane. It's just, no, no, no. Shit, no, no. I can't. This is These are deep-seated problems that I have in yes. my brain. Uh, well, can, I, can I say something like everybody should get excited about next week's episode? Which like, Oh, the, like, the 100th yes, episode, you mean? Our 100th episode. Uh, I'm excited about it. I, I yeah. am. I haven't even... I haven't even like broached like editing our interview that we're going to have for it and i'm excited about it already because you know it's one of my favorite people in the world so and and to me like if i were to make a list of like the three most interesting people in metal this guy's on that list you know not even most interesting most intelligent people in metal yes as far as forward thinking and, and and excellent people I would uh, I would lump this guy in there, and I've known him for a long time, so I'm very happy to make him our hundredth episode for sure. So, yeah. yeah, total total honored, total legend, future member of not just the Metal Hall of Fame, a future member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, it's got to happen. I, I would mean, say I, I could agree with that, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm going to hedge my bets to make sure <laughs> that just in case it doesn't happen, I don't get to totally invested in it because I would hate for that to not for that to fall through uh, because then I'd be really sad. <laughs> One of the most important people in the genre. Yeah, totally, totally. totally. Yeah. Hey, uh, so make sure that you are subscribed to us on iTunes. That way you can get that coming right to your inbox, right to your phone, and it can be right there for you, and you don't have to worry about it. So subscribe on iTunes. Just search for Mental Sucks Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, we're right there. You can also find us on uh, Stitcher and other podcasting apps. You can find us there. So you can also find us on uh, the uh, socials as well. I am at Bearded Ape on the Twitter box. I am at Godless Speaks and on Facebook yes. and on Spotify. I know. I have all these inbox things from you on spotify i gotta like check that stuff out every once in a while don't i <laughs> yeah. well metal sucks podcast is brought to you again by uh, creative live uh, if you want to learn how to record music check out our friends at creative live who uh, have classes on engineering mixing mastering taught by artists like between the bear to me converge periphery dillinger uh head over to creative slash audio if you want to learn more so yeah make sure you do that and if you want to learn more about this damn podcast every monday at metalsucks.net is where you're going to find us leave us a message leave us a speak pipe maybe you know tell us we're awesome i need that reassurance for my ego <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe feel better about myself okay uh, i'm hurting here i'm really hurting all right <laughs> till next time i'm chuck and i'm godless and this is the metal sucks podcast Let's see,